It's all about being able to speak the language of the ocean. And so there was, there was, I think there was a post in the in the Surfax group, and somebody was asking about uh, being able to read a wave. And so we'll sort of dive into that as well tonight. But this was a topic that both you and I, we were having a bit of a chat about it uh, earlier on in the week, and people yep. being scared of waves and that kind of thing. So we thought it'd be a really cool topic to get into tonight. So, but um, before we do, before we do, so we've got a few people on. If you have, if you have just just tuned in, make sure that you put a little comment in the chat. If you're watching this on the replay, put uh, obviously replay. If you're watching this live, then just say hello. We're actually tuning in from. Be great to see who is who is on. But this week, you went for a bit of a surf. Oh yeah! Uh, don't tell the wife. Don't tell the doctor. But um, we went to go shoot the softboard course that we want to run with. Uh, well, well, no. So it, it wasn't the um, it wasn't the learn to surf course. It was it was a YouTube video on oh. on on on, okay. on on how to surf. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that are watching, there will be a course coming out in the future, but it would be very much a beginner's course as opposed to the oh, it's perfect perfect cue for us to put up this. And yeah, I think we had absolutely no, we didn't think the waves are going to be fun, and then we went down there to shoot, and the waves were pretty fun. So I was like, oh, stuff, I'm going surfing. So it's about two weeks out, got in the water, handles okay, and the eye was fine. So, yeah, I, I'm back. I was told you to wear, to wear goggles, but you wouldn't listen to me. Because <laughs> I'm like a... Oh, look, so we got Whitney from... Hang on, got the thingy up on the screen there. Whitney from West Oz. Whitney, good evening. We've got uh, Carl Hauser in Cape Town, from Cape Town. Carl Media in Victoria. And Andy Hewitt. Easy boys. Andy was down. Uh, Andy had his first experience in the wave pool the other day, and uh, yeah, he uh, I think he enjoyed it, but uh, it was a different experience than what he was expecting. And uh, I know that um, that you're quite keen to get down there, but you just won't go down there because it's cold. Yeah, I don't like cold water, so I hate <laughs> Cape Town. Although, hello Cape Town, <laughs> it's too cold for me. Three push unders and ice cream headaches. Not worth it. Excellent. Look, let's let's get into yeah. into tonight's content. So this, as we say, this is all about this is all about being able to speak the language of the ocean. So, where else do you want to start with this? Well, I always say waves talk to you, and people look at me like I'm a bit stupid, a bit crazy because perhaps they haven't heard it before. Hmm. But can you cue that um, the video of the guy swimming underwater? Yes, I can indeed. So. The first thing I'd like to just put, just put just you up while I just find just to it. Play a video, and what I want you to have a look at in the video is try to understand the dynamics behind what is actually going on, and tell me if it makes sense to you. Do you when you watch the video, do you go like, "Oh yeah, he's doing this," or you're like, "What the hell am I actually witnessing here? It doesn't make any sense." Okay, so is this ready? It go? is. Just uh, hang on, just two seconds. Just let a few more yeah. people. Got a no Superman, Chris, who is I think uh, Chris, you're quite you're pretty close to Namibia, I think it is that, that you're going to. Pretty yeah, close to, to having down there. We got Ian, morning gents over there in the UK, and then we got Morello down in Melbourne, you North Devon. Yes, <laughs> I love North Devon. Uh, Jeremy and Linda, got Arnie. And yeah, Andy said that you're going to be screwed because you, if you don't like the cold, cold media, this is going to be epic. Yes, it is. It is. So look, let's let's stop with the comments. 
Um, just very quickly, if you haven't subscribed to us yet on YouTube, then make sure that you do. That is Ombi uh, over there on YouTube, so Ombi Surf over on YouTube. Uh, the coach's eyes are coming out and we will be starting to release some more content on there very soon. But let's dive into, into this. So, as I said, just watch and tell me if you understand or you don't understand what you're watching here. So we've got a guy underwater. What's going on? How's that possible? What I love is this. Look, look, look at his skin. Being all sort of wibble wobbled by the by the power of the wave underneath. It is crazy. This footage is amazing. I th I think we might have used this this footage um, probably back maybe so six months ago. Maybe you can even see how he's looking at the energy riding past him, just rolling on through. And that. How is he doing that? Can you explain that to me? Oh, you could. Well, I can't explain exactly how, but yeah. um, as, as I said, I think that we used this video probably about six, maybe even seven months ago. It was this piece of footage and then the Dave Rastovich footage, which if you, uh, if, if you saw the post in the Facebook group, you would have seen that I put a link up to the Dave Rastovich footage. And when I saw this, it blew my mind and then I went on a bit of a mission, didn't I, to try and Yeah, you went to down this deep, understand. deep, deep wormhole to try to figure out. And you started body surfing a hell of a lot more. Oh, yeah. And probably about a month into body surfing, you figured that out. Yes. Yeah, still not quite at this, at, the, at this level yet. But I have been in that situation where you're underneath the water and you're, ta you're tapping into the back of that wave's energy. So even even if, well, I don't know if you want to call it the back of the wave energy, just the wave's energy. When they surf, they, they only see this part of the wave. Like th they don't realize that there's a lot more energy beneath the wave mm. that, that's actually traveling. So it's probably like, well, it's definitely okay. So a wave has traveled. So say it's a big ring like that, and it's traveled for who knows how many thousands of miles mm. to get to where it needs to go. Okay, then what happens is as that wave hits the surface floor, the top tipples over because the bottom slows down. Yep. Okay. But it was still drawing water up before it threw. So let's call him old mate. So old mate. <laughs> what old mate's done is he's catching the lift of the rod where the wave's actually pulling him up and it's pulling him along. Mm. So He's not riding the top of the wave. He's riding the bottom of the wave. The energy that lifts water up. Yep. He's tapping into that source of energy. Now, as long as the wave runs, he'll be able to sort of tap into that energy. But if you tap into the top part of the wave's energy, you may ride down it. But as soon as you got to the bottom, your energy's finished. It's done. There's no more energy left. Okay. Okay. So I would say that by tapping into the bottom energy of the wave, the wave has more sustainable energy than just riding down to the bottom of the wave. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Uh, I'd love to it, hear... It makes sense to me. If that makes sense, can you pop a little uh, comment in the comments there? Alan Thompson said, love doing underwater body surfing. Yeah, it's it's so cool. That first time when you, when you feel yourself getting pulled by the wave, you're sort of like, what is going on? And then you start getting really excited. And even now, talking about it, I still get excited. It's, uh, I can't, can't wait to get back in body surfing. Um, yep. Very excited about that. So yeah, let's have a look in the, put, put some comments in. If, if you got that, if you understood that, let us know in the comments. The comments come in, there'll be a slight delay. 
Yeah. So <clears throat> what's happening with this guy? He's actually feeling energy and he's feeling water move. Greatest power zone at the base of the wave. Yes, that makes yes, that makes so much sense. Greatest power zone at the base of the wave. So that's where it's drawing up. Yeah, it's where the energy is sucking yep. up. Now makes a lot sense. of yep. a lot of people when they surf, um, could we go? Would you be able to tap into any of that um, footage we had from Melbourne Surf that you filmed? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Let me let me come off of here. And so while I'm finding that a second, what I'm going to do is yep. I'm going to put just the camera on you. Okay. Explain. So, so one of the reasons why this came up as a conversation was because the amount of people that, that you see that are in the perfect position to catch a wave and then they back off because they feel this lift and that, then they get this fear around it. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, let me, uh, so let me find the Melbourne stuff. Any, anyone? The guy body surfing, he's actually riding that part of the wave that lifts water up which is a real smooth, easy, gentle lift. And that's also the part where you do the Oreo biscuit. Now, if you've never felt that, you'll, you'll never um, know how to catch a wave effortlessly. So I guess my point I'm trying to make here is that it's super important to know where the wave's energy is and to be able to feel it. And if you can feel the wave's energy, that's where we say the wave's talking to you. Mm. Because by knowing and understanding the wave's energy, you can feel what the wave al can allow you mm. to do and wants you to do. Yeah. So um, that's... You bring the iPad. So this is yeah. Melbourne. I, I'm not sure what you actually want to show here. Well, let's just bring anyone up. I think this poor person ended up in the, in the last time we were on. Okay, so... If that person was body surfing that wave, that same guy, he would probably be back there somewhere. Yep. Going in that direction. Mm. He definitely wouldn't be in the flat because there's no water drawing from that flat. Yeah. Okay. So this surfer is not surfing in the powerful part of the wave. So had she have been further back, she'd be feeling a lot more lift and a lot more energy. But because she's surfing in the flat, she's not feeling anything. So hence the wave is not talking to her. Mm. So when she goes along, she's standing up dead straight. In actual fact, any lift that that wave had, she's pushing down on her back foot, destroying any lift. She's not working with that wave. Yeah. So not only is she not sort of talking and moving with the wave, she's kind of working against it. Yeah. I think the, 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 way, that, the way that we described it was there isn't a... A conversation happening with the wave with a lot of surfers the waves trying to sort of tell the, the surfer something the surfers going no I don't want to listen to that you just listen to this this piece of information or this story this is what I'm telling you and this is what this is what I want you to try and understand if, if I wanted some water from you I could almost go do you know what I want I could almost <laughs> hang on a second because we're in small there okay, what was that so you got a glass of water there yes yeah, so I got a glass of water just, just off camera here if I wanted some I might go like and have some water like just in, in in i don't have to say the words so i suppose the ocean doesn't verbally go like brr, 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 good day how are you doing but <laughs> it definitely tells you what it wants you to do so if you're surfing the shoulder or if you're on the flats you don't get to feel the lift you don't get to feel the speed in the throw and you don't get to feel the push and that's where you see guys on the flats just going absolutely crazy and they look like they're riding a surf skate on the street where they're just using their energy. But people that feel and tap into wave energy, 
those are the, the Machados in the world and the, the Torren Martins who surf with flow because they are understanding what they're dealing with. Mm. They understand then where to find it. And um, you can actually see the guys playing with it, loving the feeling of the energy that you're submersing yourself in. Yeah. In, in you saying that, and I don't know if, uh, hang on, Alan, uh, I find that getting into the power zone will actually boost you out uh, in front of the wave. Yeah, 100%. If, yeah. You, if you are in the power zone of the wave, the, the possibilities are endless. Mm. But if you're in the flats, all you're doing is probably probably losing speed. Yeah. Now, I was just thinking here, could we almost see, obviously, oh, with a, when we're out surfing, this area here, where it's either barreling or if obviously if it's, if it's a slopey wave, but that yeah. area, you could almost class that then as that's like the mouth, like that's where it's trying to communicate from is from that point. Would, would I be right in saying that? Yeah, definitely. 100%. And so in order for us as surfers to be able to understand that wave and be able to understand what's being said, we need to be closer to the source of the sound. So we could almost see that as the, as the source of the sound. Well, the, yeah, the source of energy, the source of the sound, the, the mouth, all of those are really, really good analogies. Pretty much meaning that you have to be in the energy part of the wave to hear, feel. Right. Okay. Now, a lot of people when they surf just run from that. Like that they're uncomfortable feeling the wave's energy. So that means that when the wave talks to them, they're uncomfortable with what the wave is saying. And you see that a lot. People paddle for a wave. The wave lifts the tail up and starts talking to them. It's like, hey, we're about to go. You're going on a ride. And they're like, nope. And they pull back. Mm. And like, why'd you pull back? Oh, I got scared. I looked down. So it's, it's that uncomfortable feeling that makes them talk themselves out of surfing. Whereas like the pros, when they pull into waves, they're looking for that feeling where the wave's going, here we go, let's go for a surf. They're like, yeah, sweet. One, two, glide in, Oreo biscuit, and off they go. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to look at some of the... So, yeah, so some of the notes that when you were talking about it the other day, you were saying that exactly what you just said then, that as, as the wave starts to talk to them, it actually makes them freak out and they run away. Yeah. Whether that's paddling in and then backing off or... or even a barrel. Mm. I've seen so many guys line up for a barrel and they, they do this. They're just like, bend their heads and wait to be hurt. And they just get blown up as opposed to kind of relaxing inside of the barrel going hey can i make it out can i not make it out mm. trying to sort of enjoy it so th they immediately just sort of tense up and if you're tense you can't feel the wave you can't hear it yeah 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 absolutely and I, I think that's that's one of the real big takeaways is and I know, I know that we've said it in so many lives is that tension we've we we have to to understand the tension and start to let go of that tension. Yes. Start to know whereabouts you're holding it. Whereabouts you're holding that tension, and then when you go out, focus on starting to release, release that tension. A lot of people, when they go out in the water, they actually have so many negative thoughts in the mm. water. You'd be surprised that you could be out there by yourself, and two guys walk down and go, "Oh, here comes a crowd." But you're like, "There's hardly no one there." It's just an example. Yeah. Or whatever it is. If you can just almost give waves away now and again, um, just get rid of the tension. Just try to change the feeling of what surfing is to you and make it a positive feeling. Mm. Um, honestly, if, when I'm having fun in the water, I catch so many more waves. 
as soon as I get angry, it's like waves just go past me. They don't even break. I'm just like, <laughs> it infuriates me anymore. It makes me even more angry. So, I mean, I know that it's it's all very well saying, so you, you've got to feel the wave. And I know that you've said a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of um, in the past that people would only try new things where they feel comfortable. Yeah. Which is, and, it, and that's normally out on the shoulder. It's not in that, place where the wave's talking to you the most, where so, that power is actually drawing up. So and you said that you feel something very, very similar in your other career of public speaking. Yeah. So can you give us some insight there? Maybe we can relate that back into surfing. Yeah, absolutely. So with when I'm not doing this, then I am performing on stage. And I initially started working on cruise ships, doing a show on cruise ships. And... I used to be so worried about whether something was going to go right or wrong, whether somebody in the audience would start heckling me and all this kind of thing. And it would cause me to be really tense when I walked out onto stage. One day, something just suddenly clicked and I just became very present in the moment. I, I forgot about all of those, those negative things and I just allowed myself to just be on stage in that single moment of time, dealing with whoever I had up on stage with me at that time, I would deal with them. And all of a sudden, it was just it just unlocked this whole new world where the show just, just suddenly started to flow. I wasn't thinking about what I was doing when I was on stage. It was just happening around me. And I feel that that applies so much in surfing when you just allow yourself to be present in that moment and to just feel the moment that's happening beneath you and respond to that. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to fall off or you're not going to make mistakes. But it's a completely different experience. It's really hard to explain in words. Well, I think you did say, um, if we're worried about falling, we're often worrying about what's going to happen in the future. Mm. And then if something bad's happened in the past, we're relating back to the past yeah. as to what could go wrong or what has gone wrong. So our, our thoughts are bouncing forwards and back, forwards and back. But I mean, presently, while we're sitting on the board, nothing's wrong with us. Mm. We haven't even caught that wave, but yet we're, we're freaking out about that wave. Mm. And now that you've said that, actually, when you say forwards and back, forwards and back, forwards and back, all the time that you're thinking forwards and back, you're not, you can't focus on that, what the wave's actually saying, that language of the wave, you can't focus on that. And you're not going to be able to translate what it's saying because you're going to be missing what it's saying. Yeah, you've you got to be present. That's like, pretty deep, man. If, if you drive a car, like... The car doesn't talk to you, but you can almost feel it. It's like, mm, change freaking gears. And then same thing on a motorbike. You, you can actually hear it. So waves go through fast phases, slow phases. There's shallow water, there's deep water. The waves curve, it bends. And you have to be present to be able to feel that. Mm. Um, Ryan, I've got, uh, are you sure? Not quite sure. <laughs> That sounds weird, doesn't it? Are, are you sure, Ryan? I'm not sure what you're, <laughs> what not, you're sure. not quite sure relates to. Okay. Okay. Watching oh. Torrens' latest video and getting hit, getting and him getting flogged in Scotland brought it back that it happens to everyone. Just relax and focus on the tension and relaxation. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It, everyone gets flogged. I I probably have my worst wipeouts in small waves. Because I'll have a bit of a higher energy, so my heart rate's going faster, mm. okay? And then I'll unexpectedly wipe out, and I probably wouldn't have the breath. And I'm like, ooh, didn't expect that, and have a really bad wipe out. And like come up like really needing a breath of air. Mm. Whereas on big waves, I'm, I'm so much more relaxed and bigger surf. 
So when I do wipe out, I'm like, mm, okay, chill. Here it comes. I can expect it. I get released, grab the board, paddle back. So everything slows down a bigger. Okay, so I'm going to stop you there because as somebody who is your, your everyday surfer, like yeah. myself, you're saying I'm so much more relaxed in bigger surf. Yeah. When I go into bigger surf, by the time I come out, my ass cheeks are tired from being clenched together so hard because <laughs> I've been so tense while I'm out there. So how how okay. can we become relaxed like yourself if we're in what a bigger surf? What was the cause of the tension? The fear of being driven into the ocean Were seabed you? by the wave. <laughs> I don't know, being wiped out. Big lip hitting me on the head, getting smashed, getting a board stuck in the side of my ear. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could remember this one saying. It was something along the lines of, um, like, kids, when they play, they, they're so in tune with just playing that they don't, they don't focus on the fear of falling or any of that. It's only as we get older and we've got businesses, like, you're like, oh, don't skateboard and fall off because you won't be able to go back to work. And then it's like, mm. oh, crap, I can't make money. So you slowly start forgetting how to play. And I think as we become, we become adults, we, we're happy to see other people playing and almost just watch from the sideline, which is pretty sad. And then when we do go out, we have these negative thoughts that almost talk yourself out of playing. Mm. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> well, m my point being, you could have gone out there and tried to catch the biggest wave and probably had the biggest smile on your face. Yeah. What stopped you? So it's, yeah, it's, it's not... It's not the not wanting to have fun. And I think that I think that, that, that would speak for everybody because ev everybody wants to go out there and have fun. What is it that, that stops us? Yeah, I think that there is, as we get older, that we, we do have some more fears kick in. We think about other things and we worry about getting injured or whatever. But I'm hoping somebody's going to... Um, jump in and help Jump in and help me out here because I am stuck. What have we got here? 100% 100 we play. I teach yoga and you see kids handstand and adults handstand. Very well said. Uh, yeah, that one as yeah, well. Yeah. Beep fear, yeah. C can you do me a favour? Massive expectations. Um, someone earlier mentioned... Oh, uh, this, this, so this is a really yeah. good one. So this is very, uh, very specific as well. Nice one, Alan. Always feel my feet are trying to grip the board in big surfs. It's almost like his toes are, uh, I suppose, like trying to grip into the wax. That's, that's awesome. You okay, actually so know what it is as well. Um, it's I don't understand what Alan's saying. Is that a, a fear thing? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so when it gets big and yeah. he's stepping his board, yeah. Imagine like holding on for dear life. It's like his feet are holding on for dear life instead. Okay, so imagine this, Alan. Imagine if you were going down a mountain on a snowboard or on skis, and you're going so fast that you just grip on. So there's tension and you flat. But like a world-class skier or a world-class snowboard is actually leaning and turning. So they're a lot more sort of lighter. They're feeling a lot more. And the more you let go of the tension, the more your body can kind of feel the turns, feel how much rail work you need. So um, I think tension makes people surf flat. And if your board's flat, you actually can't feel the energy in the wave. So... Remember that guy body surfing on that wave? Mm. He was underneath it and it was pulling him along. 
So basically, if you're on top of the water, all that water's moving, you're not quite tapping into and feeling it. But when you're on rail, then your board actually starts going under the water, and then you can kind of really feel that energy and tap into it better. So with, so, and we're, we're going to kind of come back to boards and volume here, and, and you've said this a lot, with high volume boards, you're not going to feel as much. You're not going to hear the conversation as much yeah. with, with, with the high volume board. It's, it's almost like having earmuffs, I suppose, put well, on. Well, imagine doctors, okay, they're going to go operate, so they put the rubber gloves on, but then you give them these real thick, like garden, gardening gloves, or, or the ones that the, um, oh, what are those people who make um, like glasses, they blow glass, they've got those, those heat-resistant gloves? The glass blowers. Yeah, imagine giving that to a surgeon to operate. What's going to happen? They're not going <laughs> to You're not going to get the right operation. Yeah, you're going to come up with a Frankenstein. So basically, people surfing with a lot of volume aren't able to feel that wave or, or tap into that wave well. Oh, okay, look, so this, this is good. So we've got quite a lot of things here. Massive expectations. We've got some people surfing but are scared of the ocean because maybe they're poor swimmers. Oh, Chris, that, that is such a big one. So I, I had a guy called Juni uh, came from Korea to coach with me. And he had never body surfed before, never swam in the ocean. So I was like, okay, give me a board. Thanks. Catch a wave out there body surfing, otherwise I won't coach you. Took him about a session or two. And I said, well done. You upscaled. Here's a body board. Now, bear in mind, he came all the way from South Korea to coach with me. And he had to learn how to bodyboard. He didn't know how to catch a wave on the bodyboard. Um, when he got one, he didn't know how to control it. And then I tell him to start leaning, and then he could start leaning and catch the wave and start moving. Mm. I said, well done, you progressed up to a, a surfboard, and I took his back fin out. I said, now you've got a twin fin. Learn how to use the rail, because you're surfing flat. So when every turn the board is flat, it's spun out. Mm. With the twin fin, you've got to start leaning the same as it in body surfing. And when he realized, oh, there's two of the same thing, and the body surfing, it's the same thing. And when I do that, the wave talks to me, and I can feel it. From there on out, I was like, okay, now you're easy to coach because you're working with the wave, you're not fighting the wave. Ah, there's a little gold there. Work with the wave and not fight it. Uh, Luke, fear of failure. And then we've got... Uh, yeah, that, that one is huge. People won't try because of fear of failure. Oh, and, oh, we were talking about this with the wave pool, actually. Yeah. That there is so much pressure on you at the wave pool because you've got all these waves coming through and if you mess up, your wave, the chances are you're going to mess up the wave for the person behind you. You've also got a lot of spectators watching you and you're stuck in the same group. If you can really kook it out, you can't just go and paddle down to the next peak. You're stuck there yeah. for the for the entire you hour session. Face the music for an hour. So there's a big fear of failure in the wave pools. And so because of that, we race off into the flats and we, we don't stay in that power zone. Whereabouts so, we can have that good conversation where, but we might end up getting tripped up in that conversation because you've got to almost ad-lib your way through I suppose in a, in a way that that conversation because you don't quite know what's going to happen because you've got to feel into it and because people get uncomfortable with that they can't I suppose can you plan ahead like and I've sort of gone off a different you've lost me I, I've, I'm like I've, I'm, maybe I've lost everybody else here okay. but so, so what I'm thinking here is people moving away from that place where we can feel the wave more that power source do me a favor a guy mentioned torrent let's bring torrent up there's a wave yep. of torrent it's it's absolutely amazing 
did so you, bear in mind, did, we watched did, you, a, did we, you think that I needed to get out, get out of jail free card then? <laughs> no. Anthony's backed himself into another cul-de-sac this evening. <laughs> we watched the sky body surfing. Now, now let's watch Torrin. So sh- should we just play it? Uh, yeah, let's play it and then we'll let's go back it. and have just, a But just watch it. how playful he is with the wave. This bit here, look at that. So comfortable. But he, he just, the entire time he just looks like he's playing. Everything's slow. There's no rush. If you are regulars, you'd know that, <laughs> that I watch a lot of Torrent videos. So let's go backwards. Because that was... While you do that, I'm going to have a look at the comments. We've got okay. um, adults, kids fall easy, adults fall hard. So, you know, the funny thing is Tyron is almost surfing that part of the wave that gives you lift. Mm. Okay, so he's just standing there and the wave's lifting him up. So, imagine if um, if you had a carpet and there was a, like a ball on the carpet. If you kept picking the carpet up, the carpet, the ball would just roll. So it's that effect that that body surfer was tapping into. Mm. And it's that effect that Torrin's tapping into. And he's comfortable enough to stand there, riding that swell line that's traveling, and he's playing with the wave. Yeah. So I often tell guys, when, that, when they're surfing, guys and ladies, I want you to tap the bottom of the wave, tap the top of the wave, tap the foam ball behind you so that you know where you are, mm. then start surfing. Because so many people just want to bolt. And it's it's one of those sayings, ah, oh, when you got speed, you can do anything. A lot of people use their body for speed and just race out into the flats, and then you can't do anything. Mm. So I think there's a better saying, speed kills. Because as soon as you've got gone into the flats really fast, you've got no speed left. You're better off hanging in the power zone, playing with the energy of the wave, and listening to what it calls for. If the power zone like starts to roar and move faster, you need to move faster. If it slows down, you need to slow down. So the timing and that listening to what the wave wants is is so much more important than just being like a puppy dog eating breakfast. So it's like just racing, racing, splashing, looking ugly, like skateboarding on the street. All of that horrible, ugly movement just ugh, drives me mad. Okay, I'm going to... Trying to wrap this back so that we can yeah. actually get to more of a solution. So, so, so we've talked talked about what happens. Yep. Go answer a few questions, but then I want to. Yep. Uh, but then I want to wrap this back as to what can we do so that we can start to understand that language a bit more and just some very clear, concise takeaways. But first of all, let's have a quick look here. Jack P, what's better, more crowded point breaks, cleaner predictable waves, or quieter beach breaks with less predictable waves to improve quicker? If having equal fun at both, but having a choice between them. So, so what, what would you say? Crowded point breaks, but predictable waves, or quieter beach breaks, but a bit more unpredictable. So the beach break is going to make you a better reader and a better connoisseur of waves. Um, the reason why the point breaks are so much fun is because they're so easy. It's like you don't have to think. It's mm. just like it's laid out in front of you. It's, it's almost too easy, and it'll make you lazy when you do go to the, the beach breaks. So if you surf beach break, you would start to understand the language of the ocean a lot quicker. Oh, it's, it's like several different languages. Those waves are coming from all different places, different spots. Okay. There's fast ones, slow ones. There's closeouts, there's runners. There's like a smorgasbord. It's just there's so much going on. It's, it's good for you. So I think I, I even said this to you. I don't like the atmosphere sometimes on the points. 
Mm. Um, I'd rather almost just go surf and, and... Well, I've never known you surf anywhere from Snapper down to Kira. I've never even known you even paddle out there. Uh, I, I do go there, but I enjoy being present. And as soon as I go there, there's... there's like I feel that my, my energy changes. I almost feel like I'm, I'm competing on the tour again and I have to fight for waves. Mm. And then if I'm fighting for waves, I'm, some people you have to burn. You can look at them, oh, he's not going to make it, see ya. And you don't, you don't get the, the benefit of the doubt because there's so many people in the water that if you don't do it, you just don't get waves. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'd rather just go surf with mates, have friends, and, and enjoy the, the feeling of surfing being able to play in the water, um, it's so much more fun. Yeah. Over here. Oh, sorry. Surfing is dangerous. I think we need to be confident in our own abilities and know how to fall for it to be fun. Um, ba -ba -ba -bum -bum. I think that we do need to be confident in our own abilities and know our limits. And like, like I've, I've said to you in the past, the amount of... As soon as it's firing down at, down at Snapper, you get all these people paddling out and some of those people just should not be out there. Oh, 100%. So we, we need to be confident in our own abilities. And but to be honest, that's part of why we started Rambi. Mm. We want to create a movement where people know what's going on. Yeah. So it's a positive movement, movement where we're happy to be in the water, we're sharing ideas, as opposed to like that, that horrible vibe. Yeah. With that, yes... 100% you do need to be confident. But what it's, I believe that what it's about, and not just with surfing, with, with, with everything, is wherever your confidence level lies, you want to be just taking a step beyond that all the time. So you're constantly yeah. pushing yourself. But know when you're taking one step too far. Like you wouldn't jump out of a plane without a parachute. So yeah. like you, 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 you want to make sure that you have some sort of... Fail safe. Yeah, or, some yeah. sort of safety safety backup safety thing going on there so no no your confidence levels but keeps just stepping out of that out of that zone and i think yeah knowing how to fall oh i got an idea know your confident level but you if you're comfortable you you won't learn anything you almost want to be uncomfortable sometimes i i think you want to be uncomfortable all the time in order to learn yes because it's, it's the only place that you ever do really learn and Occasionally, you've got to make those leaps, and when you make those confidence leaps, I do actually think that you need somebody there to, to almost push you through it. Whether that's a mate, whether it's a coach. Yeah. So, so you're making decisions while you're uncomfortable. If it's the wrong one, you need somebody to maybe back you up. But if it's the right one, you want somebody to go like, "Wow, that was insane! Yeah. Well done!" And also someone to someone to push you. I mean, I w I would never have surfed um, out on the reef. And there's no way that would have gone for that wave. But because you were there, you went, no, go, go, go. Um, and then you made me go. And so I did. But I would never have done that without, without you. But that was pushing me just outside of my comfort zone, outside of my, my confidence levels, probably I think most, probably, probably a step and another half. So most people so, don't realise that they have the tools to deal with it. Mm. It's more the, the mind game. It's um, So when I just gently nudge people onto waves, they're like, ooh, they can't pull back so they just stand up then they come back up that was an incredible wave thank you so much yeah but all it is is just uh, like almost bypass their brain and go okay you're on it go <laughs> and so knowing how to fall for it to be fun which links into this next question from sebastian yeah when it's big 
And I think this is a good way of, of also understanding how we talk to the ocean. When it's big, do you recommend falling forward into the wave and allowing the rocker to make the drop as opposed to stalling? Um, it's de it depends entirely on the wave. Like if it's a late drop and it's bottoming out, um, I'm probably going to tail drop it. I never want to land flat, I'll break my boards. Um, a tail drop's always a safer landing. But if it's chance that I can get barreled, I want to go toe edge, rail, and drop in like it's a skateboarder dropping into a ramp. That, that's always the better option. Right. Um, and so just with that, I, I thought it was going to be a completely different question. I didn't read the whole thing. With falling then off of a... Off, so you actually, you're on a wave and you're going to fall and you've got some way of controlling it. Yep. What is the best way to fall? So let's say that, that, that you're in, you're a big wave, it's about to close out in front of you. Yep. What would you do for, like you've got a little bit of control left so you can decide how, you, how are you going to fall off or how, how are you going to bail? Well, okay, so where you saw that guy body surfing at the beginning of the show, you know that there's energy sucking up. So if I can take off on my board and I want to pull out the back, if I can bury the rail push under the water and actually use that to come up the back of the wave mm -hmm. like that's a win because the board gets left behind i'm sort of behind the wave and the wave passes so i can use the wave's energy to get out of the wave and and that's something that you learn from body surfing yeah um if you're good enough like sean thompson he'll ride a barrel and he inside of the barrel is going to close out he'll angle the board he'll dig his rail and pull up through the back and the wave sucks the board up through the back he lies down and just pales back out. So you can actually... Cool, learn. cool as a cucumber. Yeah, and what he's doing is he's tapping into the bottom energy and instead of going around with it, he just pops out the back almost like a duck dive. Mm. So, um, yeah, as soon as you understand how the way he's talking to you, you kind yeah. of know how to deal with it. Okay. I, th I, th I think body surfing is a really good way to learn how to fall. Yes, it's, it's vital. Yeah. It teaches you how to breathe. You never want to fall in front of that wave because you're just going to get steamrolled by it. Um, yeah. What's one, next? This one here. I think that the UK waves that last, that last for a few seconds uh, before the break, it's so difficult to improve fast. Very few seconds to think about all Clay's words. So I think that the UK waves... So the basically, weeks. they're so short yeah. that there isn't even enough time to think about your advice. Yes, okay, so you need to get lighter on your feet, first of all, to move quicker. So you need fast muscle twitch memory. So you, you almost need to do like, like quick reaction sports, where up, down, up, down, cut back, bang, whatever it is. So if you look at the Brazilians, they come from a really poor quality wave background. Like they don't have a J-Bay, they don't have a pipeline, and all those type of stuff. They just got crummy beach breaks everywhere and it's crowded. So they've had to learn how to hustle and how to have fast muscle twitch memory. Right. And if you look at the background, they do capoeira, they, they, they do lots of like dancing moves. Um, so I think that whole background has led to this sort of Brazilian storm that's um, smashing basically most of the countries at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I think as well, don't try not, try not to focus on too much in, uh, at once, just focus on one thing. One of, like, like when you go up a surf, if they're trying to think about everything that you've that you say, so and the advice. The, the, the first given. thing that you got to do. Look, 
Okay, all the most of the body training should have been done outside of the water, like um, riding your, your surf skates on the street or in a bowl, something like that. Then you almost want to focus on the wave. Like, what does the wave want? How can I make the wave better? How can I work with this energy on the wave? Mm. And then when you see something, or if it speaks to you, then you want to, the, the training that you've done outside of the water, take that into the water. Yeah. Now, we've got, we got quite a few questions here. Yeah. Well, let's answer the questions in a second. But first yeah. of all, let's, let me just, let me pull this down. Let me pull this down. Because we're 45 minutes into it. I want to get some very clear takeaways now. So, yeah. so for the everyday surfer who goes out there and they want to learn to understand the wave, they want to, be able to speak the language of the wave. Have I ever done this to you? I don't know because you haven't told me yet. Okay, I'm about to tell you right now. Um, I said, okay, go up, catch a wave lying down. You're not allowed standing up. Have I asked you to do that? Yes, you have. Okay, so without standing up, it takes the ability to move away. Like you can't jump, hop around sections. Mm. You're lying down. The only thing that you can do is, is lean. You can't rush out into the flats. You're going to die. So you've got a tendency to kind of pull back to the foam ball, okay? Yeah. And you instinctively, the wave talks to you and you know how to surf that wave. Yeah, and in actual fact, the content that we were filming yesterday, a lot of that was, we were on soft tops, I know, but a lot of that was just lay down and just pull on the rail so that we start to go along. And there was times where I would then straighten back out so it could catch back up and then keep going again. Okay, so if you're struggling to basically hear that wave, catch the wave lying down. Um, you'll be a lot more comfortable in the pocket. Like you can lean to get out of like heavy situations. Um, oh, somebody sent this. It was Gabriel. He sent this to me. Okay, this is just another random thing that came to mind. If, have you ever watched skateboarders skateboarding downhill where they they're doing the, the the really fast downhill runs? Oh yeah. Okay. So when they've got both knees pointing forwards, they're leaning forward, so they're front on. Yeah. Those guys don't skate side on, all right? None of them stand on the kicker to turn. So the way they turn is they lean if they're going really, really fast. And if they want to break, do you know what they do? Twist. They, they, they twist side the on goes down. to break. But how do they steer then? Well, they're, they're pointing their knees and they're leaning and they're looking where they want to go. Yeah. Oh, I wish I brought up some footage of, uh, of those guys. Those guys are so fast on the hill. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's, so that, that's leaning forwards. And if I remember rightly, a lot of them, when you look at them, their back foot, the heel's actually off as well. Yes, they f they're fully standing on the front foot's flat, and mm. the back one leans up. And if they want to twist, they might push the back tail out, or they might push the toe edge to get their board to slide around some corners. Mm. But what is interesting for me is... When they were leaning, they were going faster. When they were twisting, they slowed down. And it's the same principles in surfing. When you go to the top of the wave, when you, whenever you twist, you lose speed. But then you've got the downhill to go down the wave to get your speed back again. Mm. So you've got to figure out what kind of turning to do in surfing. And if you're listening to the wave, the wave will dictate that to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're about to start heading. So what can we do? to help us start to understand the language of the ocean, the way that the, 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 way that the wave is speaking to us, what can we do when, when we go out in the surf? So one of, one of the things is Step to lay down, one, lie down, lie down on your board and just ride it in by just using the rail. Yeah. 
obviously body surfing is another huge one. Body surfing will give you an understanding of, of what's happening beneath the water, yeah. how water's moving, which, which is massive. You need to understand that. One little thing, actually, with body surfing, because I was, I was out with the kids the other day and messing around with, with the body surfing. I now understand why most body surfers wear Speedos. Not that I'm going to start wearing Speedos when I go out body surfing, but I, I was wearing a T-shirt, and the amount of drag that gets caused by the T-shirt when you're body surfing oh, yeah, yeah. is crazy. So if you do go out body surfing... Wear a budgie smuggler. Either, yeah, go, go out in Speedos. That's the, that's the Ombi way. Or, uh, or wear a wetsuit so that you're nice and sort of streamlined. Uh, well, you saw in the video the person's skin doing that. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, imagine blah, blah, blah. if you had a t-shirt, just be like, whoa, you'd yeah. be like a jellyfish through the water. It slows you down heaps. Yeah, and yeah. So, so when I was body surfing with a t-shirt on, I, I, it just didn't feel like I was getting very far on the wave or anything. And it was all, it was all because of the t-shirt. So yeah, just the drag element. Yeah. So just make sure that you haven't got any clothes that are going to cause lots of drag. So body surfing's another one. Yeah. But then let's have a look at the the takeoff, for example. You know what's important about the body surfing, sorry to go back to yep. that, is how little do you do when you're body surfing? I don't do much at all. Okay, so it's, since you started body it's, surfing... It's, it's, it's actually more of getting your whole body on rail. Leaning. Yeah. Okay, so it teaches you to be comfortable inside of the power zone and to look like a Rob Machado or a Torrent and to do less. Be people that are uncomfortable and don't understand what's going on beneath the water. They, they're rushing into the flat and, and it's just flailing and arms moving mm. and it, it looks terrible. So We had a... Uh, Lie down, do less. Yeah, we had the comment earlier on... It was from Alan. Uh, Alan, I can't find your comment, but you, you, you had made a comment about, about being pushed out and then we, we put that back to surfing, but you're actually talking about the body surfing side of things. With the body surfing, it got to the point where I would, I would start to take off under the water and then I'd pop out through the face of the, like the, the power zone would actually push me out through the top of the wave and then I'd be able to body surf down it. It's, it's such an amazing feeling. It's a rush. It's crazy. So, okay, so body surfing, then the pop-up. What can we try to listen for or feel for, however you want to say it, when we're going for the pop-up? So the first thing is you have to be present. You, you can't catch a wave with thoughts of the future or thoughts of the past you really have to feel that takeoff. So a really good way to do it is to simply breathe before you stand. Try to arch your back and just glide for a little bit before you just pop up. And then um, when you're about to stand up and go down the line, try to pick the line that you want so that you can start to tap into the wave's energy and start to feel the wave so it can start talking to you. Mm. Like don't just bolt straight for the shoulder. Like maybe where's, where's, where do you see water drawing up? Try to go to the place where the wave will talk to you. Mm. And then it'll be easier to surf. So much easier. And I, and I think it's a weird language because it's a language that you suddenly understand. It's all, all of a sudden you feel it and you're like, oh, it's I like, get what's going on. It's kind of like when you ride a bicycle, or when a kid first learns how to ride a bicycle and they, they get it. It's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. It's, it's that. It's that moment of like, Enlightenment. Oh, no, we haven't covered. We said um, when we were discussing this, the the flow state, there's two types of flow states. Far away. Okay. So when a mountain climber is mountain climbing, he's going through two different flow states. One is just um, 
being in nature and and the awe of on the mountain it's like you, you, you it's an out-of-body experience you're just one with nature but the second one is he's not thinking about his moves he's just feeling the cracks and the footholds and, and he's, he's moving up the mountain mm. so likewise in surfing there's two flow, flow states that we can feel inside of the water the first one is just being submersed in the ocean these waves it's, it's beautiful the sun's out um, we're breathing we're exercising and it's just it's that happy one with nature feeling mm. but the second flow state is when we are present in our body and we're not thinking and you get that when you connect with the wave and the waves talking to you mm. and I think having that double flow state connection is one of the best feelings in the world and when you do that that's when time stands still and it mm. slows down and your recall of moments are heightened and it, it feels just amazing yeah um, I, I actually remember for, for ages you were trying to get me to just compress and extend and just get in tune with the wave and I remember the, the day that it suddenly clicked and it was just like this it was just like something had suddenly flicked inside my brain and all of a sudden I was like whoa okay so that's that's what I've been trying to listen to all of this time that's what I've been trying to understand all of this time and it just suddenly it just suddenly clicked and yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a really difficult one to explain I, I saw think. you surfing today feeling the energy and then you did a pump you went too far back and you're like oh oh and you did a cut back and boom and you felt it again mm. and then you started moving which is really interesting for me watching you talk to the wave that that what was like wave wow <laughs> it was really nice to see well it's like you lost connection and like you had to get connected again well where do you get the connection oh it's back at the power zone yeah now a lot of people when they surf they're too scared to look at that power zone or at that connection they're just worried about the end of the wave and those guys are never going to connect or hear what the wave's saying to mm. them yeah that, that was a little bit of gold there actually i do believe a little golden nugget there which is when you stop hearing that conversation between you and the wave you need to get back to whereabouts it's speaking to you yeah so you gotta turn and get back the other way okay so we look here oh no hang on before we go back to the the, the questions oh hang on we've just gone out of focus why have we gone out of focus? Hang on. Yeah, we're back. There we go. We are back in focus. So, there was body surfing, then there was... Um, catch wave and prone. Catch wave and prone. What other things can we... I breathe on the takeoff. Breathe on the takeoff. So, what else can we do? There's obviously come back, come back to the, to the, the, the power zone or whereabouts you can actually have the conversation. What else can we do to actually start feeling? Okay. An understanding. Like, what do we? What can we do when we go out there? What's one thing? Like, if we were going out for a surf tomorrow. Yep. And you like, and you, somebody was trying to just tap into that, being able to understand. What would you tell them to do? So, probably when you take off on the wave, know where you are. Some people don't know where they are, so you could almost touch the bottom of the wave where you see the power zone drawing water up. Yep. Like, actually touch the lip, like we're tyrannous, because. So many, so many people look down the line, they forget to go, actually at 12 o'clock, there's this beautiful piece of water. And then touch around and just pat the foam on the head like a little puppy. And be content to stand there and just feel. And try to feel the energy going up, going down. 
okay? And then try to move with it like a, down, like a dance partner where you compress and you extend and you'll feel this lightness. And then it's something magical will happen. And it's just, it's the best feeling getting connected and talking to the wave. So go out there, catch a wave. Don't rush. Just breathe as you take off into it. Slow down. Stand up. Be aware of whereabouts you are. And then just feel. Yeah. Feel what is happening underneath your feet. Underneath your feet. Oh, so something that if, if there's any tension in your body, you won't feel. The more relaxed you are, mm. the more you feel. Yeah. Um, so even if you want to go down the line, if your arm's doing something funny and there's tension in that arm, that, w that one tense arm will supersede anything else the body's saying. So if you've got t a tense leg or a bent back, wherever that tension is, it almost supersedes any other direction or directive you give your surfboard or what the wave's telling you. Mm. So it's, it's, it's a weird thing, tension. You've yeah. got to be mindful of it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's answer some of these questions and then we will wrap up. Now, if you are in the Insiders, keep an eye on the on the Insiders group because we're coming up for May and we'll be arranging a date for the next Zoom next Zoom live live session with everybody. So I'll, we'll be sorting out the date for that over the next week or so. But it'll probably be sort of middle to late May. For, so that's for the Insiders. So what have we got here? We've got Celine. Perhaps as adults, potential consequences weigh heavier in our heads than when we were children. Adults think of the future, but children live in the present. Yeah. So I, I think adults, they get stiffer as they get older, which means they fall harder. Whereas yeah. um, kids are, are like malleable, they're like clay. They, they, they fall and don't hurt themselves. Um, so I, I do think as we get older, we need to do the yoga and, and all that stuff so that when we do play, we can play well. You're going to love this next one. Because I, I, yeah. I know exactly where you're going to go with it. Okay. So how is it uh, when I go surf, set an expectation I'm going to rip, then I suck. And when I don't set an expectation, I rip. How does this work? Uh, you could probably say it better than me. Well, no, because you, you'll just use your restaurant analogy. I know that you will. Where you have this, you're going to go to this restaurant and the food's going to be amazing. Okay. Yeah, so if... If you ever went to a restaurant and you didn't know the restaurant and you had a really good meal and you were surprised, um, you'd probably go out and tell everyone about that restaurant because mm. okay? you had a very low expectation and they superseded your expectation. But if you told all your friends, hey, I went to this amazing restaurant, it's so good, it's, it's amazing, you, you talk it up and you salivate and like your mind just think it's going to be good, it's going to be good and you're frothing and you finally get out there and you get the food, it's never, ever going to be able to meet that expectation. Mm. My thoughts are with the expectation. But when people set their expectation really high, what... You're setting I, yourself up for failure. Um, I think that... Because I'm big on visualisation, and visualisation yeah. is all about visualising you ripping. It's, it's all about you visualising this amazing version of you. And I think that's really good, but when you're visualising, you're doing it in a very relaxed place. Okay, so if... If you have an expectation, you're expecting something. It means you're not present. Mm, yeah. If you're in the moment, you're content, you're here happy, you don't need anything. So that, that expectation is that you wanting something more from the future. I think that expectation causes tension. Because, 100%. Because people are so 
set on this is what I've got to get and like I've got, I've got to get it I've got to get it that it creates a tension yeah whereas I think that it's it's good to so whether you call it an expectation or a goal it's good to have this sort of vision of what you want but you've got to balance that between being present and being relaxed and in the moment I think that that's that's really important if you just go out with an expectation oh, I'm going to do this you're just going to go out with tension yeah so yes have it visualized but do it in a relaxed way and then when you get out in the water or whatever else you're going to do where you've got this high expectation, be present in the moment and, and allow yourself to relax into that. Yep. I think that's really important. Wanting to justify the time and effort that you put in by performing, by, uh, by performing being good or taking it seriously. That would be, that'd be related to something that we said before. Can't quite make sense of it. Um, probably mentioned before. So do you recommend twin fins as a good board to start learning more about turns coming from a mid-length? Yes, I do. Okay. I mentioned in the last show about surfing in three dimensions. So yep. basically like an airplane in the airport's flat, um, it will bank, turn, go to the runway. And as it takes off, it goes two-dimensional. And if it turns, it will start going three-dimensional on the turns. So... When you surf, you're supposed to surf in that 3D yep. realm. But a lot of people just stand boards flat, and the wave's here, and they drift to where the wave fits in that one dimension. By riding a 20, your twin fin will slide out in the flat. You have to put it on rail, and you've got to start leaning. And then you'll learn how to fly mm. in the 20. Saying that, my mid-length, I've just started riding it on twin fins, and I am loving it. <laughs> Linda, Linda Goodwin, uh, as an ocean swim coach, so many surfers are not confident in their own swimming ability in the ocean without their board attached to their leg. Yeah, Whoa, just the simple act of taking someone's leg rope off, you can see them crumble because they, they don't have that attachment. It feels like they're alone in the ocean. So um, if that is you and you're an uncrowded beach break, just try to get used to surfing without a leg rope. And if you lose your board, body surf in, get the board. It's going to make you confident, more fit, work on your anxiety. Um, just don't do it on the crowded days. Well, I mean, even down to body surfing. I mean, I, I know that we I harp on about body surfing a lot, but it got to the. So first of all, we start. I started just body surfing that little shore break, but I ended up paddling out right out into the lineup, didn't I? So I didn't have a board, uh, and that got me super confident out in the water. Yeah, and it got you getting barreled. Did you're hunting barrels after that? <laughs> it was good. Luke, who you've had some emails from, the man behind the scenes. FOMO, people race ahead thinking they will miss out on this or that and end up missing the best part. Never felt so much shame when a mate told me I raced ahead while it barreled. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people just, um, as Luke said, want to race ahead because they're scared they're going to miss out on the wave but in actual fact they miss out on the power zones the energy the wave doesn't talk to them and as luke said he got a leash barrel a leggy barrel <laughs> where the, the leg rope got barreled behind him and he missed it because he was racing too fast so 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 just out of interest here when we when we asked it up and we're going and you want us to be aware of the phone behind us what is the best way to sort of be aware of that because obviously if we just turn to look like that there is a chance that it could all just so Imagine surfing blind. What what are the things that you would do if you were a blind surfer? You'd well, to be honest with you, first of all, I probably wouldn't have even paddled out in the first place. Well, let's just blind. say you had a wave pool, you got pushed onto wave, but you're blind. So now you, you, you got to 
You can't see, you gotta feel, all right? Why do I feel there's a video in this? So it's, it's like, where, where's the foam ball? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm where I should be. Let me lean in, okay, I can feel the wave. I, I can kind of feel the barrel over my head. I want more speed, I'm gonna go forward, back. So look at the hand positioning now, okay? And, and hand forward and all that awareness with the body as opposed to someone that can't see. They're just patting the cat and they're wiggling and they're just trying to get more speed into the shoulder. So by feeling, by, by the blind person feeling that wave, the wave will talk to them better. I kind of want to make you go, go and surf blindfolded now. <laughs> oh, we're going out of focus again. Oh, no, we we're, we're back in, in focus. We're back. Uh, so we got Jeremy, riding long boards, higher volume boards has made me lazy, not very good at reading the wave, but working on it for shorter boards. Yeah, yep. I think that, um, I mean, I've been, I've, I've been riding the soft top a lot since I broke my neck. And so that, that was sort of like my, 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 my board for a while. And it definitely changed how much I was feeling, but yep. I was, I tried to be really aware of it and was always trying to then really slow my turns down to cut back into the, cut back to the power source. Might be late for this question, but I've tried body surfing in the UK and it always feels like the waves are too weak to push me. Should it be possible to body surf most waves? No, you need something that has sufficient draw off the bottom to lift you up. Mm. Um, yeah, you have to tap into that energy. Yeah, so, so you want to find a little short, like, like a little short break. Yeah, something a bit more punch in it. Imagine uh, just, I reckon Croyd, if you're, if, you, if you're in the UK and you're near Croyd, Croyd would probably be quite a cool wave. For that, you probably got no idea what but I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, if it is too small to body surf, just get a half volume board and just just light on your catch the wave in your belly and ride on your belly. Beat breaks, um, beat breaks for sure. I don't know if that was actually related to that that uh, last comment, but here we go. It is so difficult. Okay, let's just let's have a look. Pete, first time catching a live. Hey, Hi, Pete. Beep. How you doing? How are you, Pete? Ah, oh. there we go. Darren Davis, finally had the chance to get out and try the front foot. Got to say, changed how I now look at what I'm doing. Yeah, this is the thing. When you go out there and you try some of these things that Clay says, whether that's Oreo biscuit, whether it's stacking on the front foot, whether it's whether it's looking where you want to go, passing the coffee. Once you try it, you're like, what? It's like a, choo! like your brain gets exploded, a light bulb comes flying out the top. Yeah, so like, again, when we started this, it was like, when you have that light bulb moment, please share it and share it with your mates and like start Reading the the truth about surfing because yeah. th there's a lot of um, start spreading the truth. <laughs> <laughs> We're surfing today. Yeah. I'm singing on a live. If I? if I had known <laughs> half the stuff like when I was trying to be a, a professional surfer, I'm sure I would have had a way longer career than just the measly two years I did. So um, it's definitely going to help. So just yet yeah, spread the word, spread the news, get it out there. So we have a question about back yeah. foot placement. Let's see if we can get you a little bit riled up. Here we go. <laughs> just, just, so, uh, Bill, Billabong Blue 73, we have this question come up, come up a lot. Yeah. People say your back foot placement should be over, this, over your center fin for, for precise turns or over your rear fins on a quad. What about twinnies? I ask because most traction pad kickers are way behind the fins. Okay, so can I ask you, what should your front foot be doing? that's the most important foot because that sustains all your balance 
Your back foot, your back foot shifts and shimmies and moves around. If you want more speed, you stand forward. If you want better turning, it moves back. If you want to turn, you mark on your toe edge and wish your heels off, or you mark on your heel edge and wish your toes up in the air. So your back foot moves around. Your front foot just stays flat in the middle of the board. So, so if somebody wants to do precise turns, there, there is no precise turn because you, you're, you're trying to almost always just feel it and mm. um, I don't think I ever think about my back foot at all anymore it's just wherever it is is where it is and uh, it just kind uh, of ends up in the right place yeah I, I never think about my feet I'm, I'm trying to get my hands to do what they should do because mm. um, I think if you think about your feet it causes you to look down at your feet correct and then you fall off correct and then you, you start creating a problem where there is no problem mm. I hope that answers your question. Sorry, just we always get asked the same back foot question. So Isolo, I'm pretty sure that that's, that relates back to when we were talking about high energy. Keep the conversation yeah. with the wave simple to begin with. Correct. Yep. Thanks a lot. Yes, do a little surf skate. What are your views on all the modern softboards claiming to have high performance? Okay, so you got a lovely Mick Fanning softboard. I have got a a quiver of softboards. (laughs) I've become a bit of a fan of them. Partly, I say that I'm buying them for the kids. Never actually is. So we got uh, we got the Mick Fanning Beastie. This is this is a six six. Yeah, there's a six six over there. It's a Mick Fanning, and it's called the Beastie because there's a lot of width in it. Yeah, there is a lot of width. I can't turn this thing. No, so so Clayton had a go on it. He struggle like you, you did turn it but it wasn't wasn't sharp sharp turns i've and and rightfully so like the board's wide so you're going to get tons of balance and you're yeah. going to get lots of length of ride it's thick so it paddles so good um they're fun they're super 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 fun in terms of high performance surfing i would definitely personally i would i would say that it i would be riding one of my High performance boards. Yeah, um, but I do have a lot of fun on soft tops. I don't think I've ever had a bad surf on a soft top. There's always, I always have fun. Do, do you know why you go out there with a very low expectation? Oh, this goes back to the expectation question. And you have fun, but if you get like a, a high performance, I don't know, Kelly Slater Firewire or something, you may have a higher expectation of yourself and end up having a shittier surf. What if you wear earplugs? How would you best hear the wave? The good news is you're not actually listening for sound. Stick your ear on it's, it. It's feeling, though, because that is the language. The language of the wave is feel. Yeah, 100% all about the feeling. Reading the wave, feeling the wave, yet the idea of listening to a wave is a tricky analogy, but descriptive to tune in and become part of the conversation, not screaming over it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that, that was nice. Yeah, listening to it is, is, is tricky. And hopefully, in what I said just a moment ago, is it is more, you're not listening for a sound. Well, you're, okay, you're, so you're, you're out for a feeling. When you body surf and you're not really doing anything, aren't you just tuning into the feel? Yeah. Yeah, so, so you, you're intently listening because there's no surfboard. It's just you and that wave and you're just moving along, trying to figure out how, how do I get more lift, more distance, more mm. feeling. And then as soon as you get onto a surfboard, it kind of gets a bit more dull. Yeah. But only when you're in the power zone, then it roars to life. So um, 
Body cool. surf, body surf, body surf. Right, we're going we're to go super fast here for, yeah. the, for these last few comments. So, Alan, Alan, you've been very active on tonight. Nice work. The glide before the pop-up was a game changer for me. I feel like taking a little extra time makes it feel like I have so much more time. Yeah, well, gliding on your pop-up. Well, that's it. You don't have to rush the pop-up. Like, none of the pros rush the pop-up. They all glide in. Unless they're super late and their positioning's out. Uh, we've just got a quick quick uh, weather, weather report from the UK. Sun's not out in the UK. Doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Sun's not out yet either. Sebastian Bolt, reference flow states. Check out The Rise of Superman by Stephen Kotler. That's actually on your coffee table. Yes, somebody writing at the mo- reading it at the moment. Uh, guess the same feeling slash click you feel the first time when you get the timing right when pumping in a ramp. It was like magic. Yes, yeah, so when, when you get the, like, oh, okay, there it is. Or even doing an ollie on a skateboard, it's like you finally figure out, dunk, boom, there it is. Got five push-ups each, and I'll follow. Not quite sure what that relates to, but, yep, look back. Being out of focus. <laughs> We've been out of focus for a while. Sorry. This, this, camera, this, this camera tonight, I think it might be a different one, is uh, yeah, it's been a it's, bit it's, it's playing up a little bit tonight. In snooker, in snooker, players... Oh, we love this when someone brings a different sport into the mix. Yes, okay. In snooker, players momentarily pause just before hitting the ball. I've noticed surfers doing the same once on their feet to judge how the wave is moving. Well, like some of the good surfers, um, even like I've seen Josh Kerr do a lot, they, will, they want to do an air, but they'll stall and they'll stall until they feel the wave talks to them. And it's like, okay, go, boom. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do agree. Just, well, even someone who's about to shoot, they will shoot. Because mm. that, that breath work might throw them off a little bit. So there's, there's power in that for sure. Uh, and Pete carries on. I've started doing the same and locked in the rhythm. The result is golden. Yeah, so just taking that, just taking that moment. Don't rush into things. Just have, yeah. the, have that moment. Okay, quick question here from Hud Delhi. Boys, uh, I'm riding an old school board at the moment, not catching much. Do you recommend I upgrade my board? So, you can catch a wave without a board, like body surfing. So, if the board's like severely under buoyant, then yes, I recommend changing the board. But just because you say on an old single fern or an old 20 or an old 1980s thruster, um, that shouldn't affect how you catch waves or your wave count. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of a tricky. I think it's missing information for me. Yeah, need, need a little bit more information on the board. How can we set our expectations? Low. <laughs> you go one word answer. Set them low. If I have to be conscious and put effort into keeping my back arched feet together, would that be considered having tension in the body? So when you so obviously when you're surfing you're you tend to you are you're arching back you got your feet together okay so so that is holding so look at my look at my posture yep right does it look good to you no if I'd have concentrated on doing this okay just holding it in a really good posture that that's not really sort of tension so in surfing there's mm. a really good posture for paddling likewise in swimming there's a good posture for swimming um, I wouldn't regard that as tension though. No. Because it's also helping you go to where you want to go. Mm. But if you if you were paddling and one arm was just stuck out like sideways while you're Oop. paddling, like that would be tension. 
yeah, I, I suppose that that that's kind of because obviously in order to to just stand, there's got to be certain muscles engaged, and if, yeah. and, if and if they were all just to suddenly just turn off, you just you just collapse straight down. So the so the, yeah, it's it's that's not so much tension. That's more using a muscle to in to to create a certain posture. Yeah, yep. am I right in saying that? Yeah. Okay. To maintain a posture. Yeah. We've got visualize and then let it all go. Thanks so much. Oh, we like we like this one. Bombi surf equals best advice is on surfing on the internet. Front foot surfing is the key to good surfing. Progressive surfing. Reference expectations. Our brains only release a dopamine when the reality ex exceeds our expectations. If you set if you set if you set yourself up with too high an expectation, you set yourself up to never get that dopamine hit. Nice. Yes, so uh, that was science so analogy. much better than what I said. You're setting, setting yes. yourself up for failure. No. You just don't get the dopamine. It's all about the dopamine. Expected. Yeah. You say mid-length. Surely this translates into a board with more volume. Yes. Yeah. So you're. So I think that the question for me in there is that you often talk about less volume. But now I'm on the mid-length. I've got more volume, which means that... How do I feel so, the way? So today it was really small. I surfed a longboard. Mm. And then I got bored of it and I went and surfed a single fin. And I got bored of that. And then I went in and grabbed an eight foot two gun. And I tried to ride that in knee high waves. Um, and like I had a blast trying all these different things. Um, if I had have ridden my five foot six really high performance small wave board, I probably would have been flailing around out there mm. so um yeah it's all I, I suppose i based my session on fun and riding that board made yeah. fun yeah yeah so saying about twin fins should i remove my stabilizer in my 20 yes the stabilizer is making you surf flat unless you, you want to try surf your 20 like a thruster and you're going vertical turning straight to the beach turning vertical turning leave your stabilizer in there you go. Michelle, I meant we forgot to play. Oh, okay. So we, we also got something wrong. I meant we, we might forget to play because we're, we're trying too hard to be good at surfing and feel there is yep. social pressure to not be kooky. Sometimes there is, very little, there is oh. a very serious vibe. In, absolutely. 100%. Very serious vibe in the water. That's why we want to change that vibe and just make it fun. Like make a fool of yourself, fall off, have fun, be kids again. That's my excuse. Every time I go surfing, <laughs> I'm just having fun. That's the reason why I look like a kook. Cool. We're running to like uh, 18, 18. Oh, yeah, right. We're going we're to wrap up. We're going to wrap up. Started singing the song too. Yeah, that was when I started singing earlier on. Okay. Oh, look, we got... Ah, oh, no, 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 no more comments, please, for the second. Uh, so... Oh, I want to hear what Amanda said. It was like right at the bottom. It was the last one. Because he just went and... Oh, okay. Is it, it's quite cool. Uh, old one from someone else that's helped me use acronym BLAST. Breathe, look, arch, stacked, tall. Nice. Yeah, that, that. yeah. Nice. I'll leave it on the screen for a second. A little too much for me to think about. I, I'm a little bit more simple than that. Um. No expectations, no disappointment. Your thoughts on foil? Okay, we're not. Uh, there's, a, there's a foil board question there um, from Muzza. Uh, we won't go into the foil boards tonight. What um, does Amanda say about Amanda, okay, here we go. So Amanda, a way to feel it. There was fear when the wave picked up the tail and then the next thing was eating sand. Remember that feeling. 
if you just trust on the technique and arch your back as soon as, hang on, as soon as the wave lifts your tail, look at those wrinklers on the wave, then you feel that push. You will live it forever, that glide. So I invite you to transfer that fear into an excited feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So that, that like wave talking to you, going to you, saying like, let's go. Um, just let's trust, go. Trust it. Fun. Yeah, that's it. A lot of people are just scared to play. They're like, no, no, I can't. They're looking for excuses to hide behind. Just yeah. go with it. Be in the moment. Submerge yourself. Have fun. And if it works and you learn something new, share it with some mates. Yeah. So there's currently still 84 of you on while we're still speaking right now. Those 84 of you that are still on, next time you go out for a surf, go for that feeling of being picked up and don't back away from it. Just go with it. Yeah, just feel it and get excited. Yeah. I bet you that the, the further back you go, the, the more it feels. And the more you run away from it, the less it feels. So try, just have a conversation with the wave. Yeah. Give us some feedback. Have a conversation with the wave. Leave some feedback. Remember, if you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, make sure you head over to YouTube on the surf. Uh, subscribe there. Also hit that, that notification bell. And failing that, post up your videos into the groups. Insiders, stay tuned because we will release the date for the next live. But apart from that, guys, thanks for tuning in. Hope that you've had as much fun as we have this evening. And I hope that you enjoyed the new light that was behind us. Never even mentioned it, but we've got a new light behind us. Anyway, on that note, we're out. Cheerio. Good night.